this is Pondering Pirtan with Ajishiro Taro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. <laughs> We're not doing those voices, I already told you. We just discussed this. Uh, this is a lighthearted, uproarious comedy that's dedicated to Eiji no Nukuzumaga series, Kromadi High School. I'm just a and- wee little wee newborn baby. <laughs> I hope you're happy now. No yeah. one is. No one is listening anywhere. When you right at that moment when you did it again, everyone just just quit out. Didn't just like hit pause. Just like shut down the whole app. Uh, but we might as well continue on uh, because today we're supposed to continue our read through of Volume Three with Chapter Forty Eight, which is titled don't stop me now uh um, or in the in baby voice if you want to uh do the honors don't stop me now it's <laughs> it's hard there's not a lot of the there's not a lot of the sounds that you want to babyfy yeah it's hard yeah. we also don't practice yeah when you don't practice your like vocal imitation when, when idea, you have r's it's good like chapter 48 the, those R's, those are good to babyfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 48, that's a good one. <laughs> was there any reason why, like, baby, babyfied speech was on your mind today? I'm just curious because um, you, you texted me in baby speech when we were getting ready. <laughs> no, that's I just not, thought you it, don't usually do that. Yeah, I just thought it'd be funny. Oh, um, okay. yeah. Yeah. It was, it was funny. Do you, uh, did you actually read this one uh, with a physical copy? No, because um, Amazon... We were going to talk about this last time, but... Yeah. It, well, the first time I didn't... This is a little, this is a little embarrassing to admit, but uh, whatever. Um, so when we started the podcast, I bought Volumes 1 and 2. Uh, they're really not that easy... I mean, you can get them on Amazon, so they're easy to get, but they're yeah. like, it's, it's not as streamlined as uh, most other books. Yeah. They're like, they're, they're out of print and like ADV folded or at least ADV yeah. manga. Yeah. So you're getting like used copies basically. Yeah. Um, which is no big deal. But, uh, when we first started the podcast, I was like, I'll just, I set aside the time to buy the the physical copies. And I was like, I'll just buy one and two. It's going to be yeah. a while before I need three and four and so on. Um, and then we finished volume two and I went on vacation and I got back from vacation and I was like, Oh yeah, now it's time to read volume three. Uh, and I haven't thought about volume three in months. Yeah. Uh, so luckily the manga is online. Um, so I read, I was able to read last week, um, the chapter, which was a really great chapter. Um, don't let the fact that we didn't discuss it. Don't let the fact that we did not discuss that chapter and instead discuss something that neither one of us cares about, uh, lead you into thinking that it wasn't a good chapter because it's a fantastic chapter. We just chose not to talk about the really great chapter that we both enjoyed. 
and instead talked about something that neither of us cares about. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I read that online, and then I immediately ordered uh, Volume 3, of course, uh, along with several other volumes. And uh, and then Amazon canceled my order yesterday. Or actually this morning, I think. Oh. Or, yeah, it was some... I can't remember when it was canceled. It was canceled, and I haven't reordered it. Um, so I don't know what happened. I don't know if it... Um, Got trapped in a cake somewhere, and it's just uh, that'd be that'd be odd. Yeah, you know those fulfillment centers. That's true. It can be. Um, there's all kinds of shit flying around left and right. So. Can, can you can you just order a cake off of Amazon like a uh, already made cake? Uh, do you want to see? Not only do I think you can, uh, do you want to see who can do it faster? Uh, I I already looked it up on Amazon. Oh, you beat me. Yeah, and you you definitely can. There's a yeah. There's a ten dollar uh carrot cake here. Uh, it's thirty ounces, eight inch, single layer. Um, I can get this shit tomorrow at six a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is so stupid. <laughs> oh oh, they're like connected with Whole Foods somehow now, right? Right. There's yeah, ones here that say that Whole I can Foods. like go pick it up. Uh, at Whole Foods, or I can get Whole Foods Market to deliver with Prime in two hours. I feel like the fact that it's the Whole Foods cakes are kind of cheating, just because like Amazon, it's no longer funny once you realize like it's funny to buy a cake on Amazon. It's not funny to buy a cake from Whole Foods through Amazon because they're yeah. the same company. Yeah, these these ones that are like frozen cakes that I don't think you're getting from from uh. Amazon. Those ones are a little bit. Although, what's what is fresh? Because it's written in the same way as like the, the whole font. Foods. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, not sure what that is. Amazon Fresh. Yeah. We're about to go down a rabbit hole here. Okay, like rum cake. This makes a lot of sense. You know. Oh yeah, because the rum cake can just like fucking just I exist. Mean, the- there's still like a shelf life on that, but it's it's this shelf life in line with like getting Oreos, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm also seeing Oreo cakesters here. And like yeah, like Oreos can just sit on a shelf for a while. You know, rum cake can just sit on a shelf for a while. Um I'm trying to most of them are frozen, it looks like, if it's not like um get it right now from Whole Foods or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure out where Amazon fresh stuff comes from. If it's literally just whole foods. Yeah. Or if it's like coming from somewhere else. Can you believe that people don't know when we're doing a bit and when we're not doing a bit on this podcast? Uh, is that, do people not know that? Oh, it it seems like it. I was based on the discord. Yeah, I saw you say, um, I saw you say that in the Discord earlier. Yeah, like um, like M seems confused about when things aren't are and are not a bit, um, and the Discord seems to agree to some extent at least. And to me, like I, I always know when we're doing a bit. Yeah, I've never so, been confused. Yeah, 
I've all uh, I've always been clear about when we are and aren't doing a bit. Yeah, we announce it at either like before the bit, during the bit, or sometime afterwards. We announce we announce that it's a bit. Yeah, you know, some sometime afterwards. It's not always like yeah, right after or within. Within a few hours or, or years, even, uh, but it—they're all acknowledged in some in some way. Yeah, yeah. I—it makes me a little sad. This is like when you told me that uh, when you corrected my like assumption that everyone was just like reading along with the manga. Um, yeah. So then we're making really like. Uh, really like sly references to the manga and then and references that wouldn't be understood if someone wasn't reading along and then I felt really bad about like well everyone who's not reading along with the manga must be like incredibly See, confusing no but I think this is part of it I th- so um friend of the friend of the show crystal says that she knows when we're doing a bit and when we're not doing a bit. Okay. And she reads along. Okay. So I think the people who are confused are confused because they're just not reading along with the pot with our podcast that is a we are reading it's we are read-along. all reading through this together. Yeah. I think and, the and talking about it. Yeah, I think the the manga maybe just like primes you, not only provides the context but also primes you for, like the the type of delineations that we're using between bits mm-hmm. and non bits. Yeah, um, but I do like. I am sad. I am sad to hear this. So I sincerely apologize to all listeners who have been confused in the past. I mean, we're um, still going to make references. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not going to do anything differently. Um, yeah. I'm just, I just apologize uh, sincerely. Um, and I, I hope you still get some enjoyment I, out of this. I just noticed that, like, my recording volume turned itself up somehow in Audacity, which is annoying. But, like, my waveforms are really big right now. So apologies oh, wow. if it sounds bad. Um. We can't like stop it and fix it, given the nature of this podcast. So I'm sorry. No. But. Yeah. Yeah. And apologies if like it's not. It's really discussion hasn't been super interesting. We haven't even gotten into the chapter yet. So apologies. Yeah. Um. One thing I also, one thing that came up in the Discord today. Uh. What's really weird is that, for the longest time, like up until now. I just thought that Hollaback Girl was the name of this rom-com that I saw once. Yeah. But when, when it was brought up in the Discord, I looked it up and I realized it's it's actually a song. Um, so that was really... I feel like most people know Hollaback Girl as a song, and I don't know why I was confused. Yeah. What um, kind of... anyway... What kind of... I, I want to know more about the rom-com that you thought Hollaback Girl was. Um, I, to be honest, I don't really remember much about it. 
I just, I just thought, yeah, I just thought really the only content of my, of my memory was that I had seen a film and I, that I thought it was named Holodeck Girl and it was a rom-com. What, what like rough decade? Oh, you know, one of the, um, like some something with the zero in it yeah like one of them like somewhere between the like 70s and like probably and like recently okay it wasn't any older than that i don't think but not not older than the 70s probably not no oh when you said something with a zero in it, I thought you meant like the aughts. It could have been. It could be. Uh, but like 1970 has the same number of zeros in it as like 1930. Right. And yeah, but it wouldn't it, have been that. It, it wouldn't have and, been. And in fact, if it's not like 19, like if it's 1971, there's not any zeros in it. So that's why I thought it was like the, you meant the aughts. Something with a zero <laughs> in it. I do remember now that. <laughs> Now that we're talking about it, I do remember some, um, I'm starting to recall some details. Um, okay. So the main detail I'm remembering is that it, it involved a woman and that it involved her like running. And that, that's all I have. There's like, 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 like cross country or like track, like that kind of running or like, I don't know, just running in general. Okay. But like yeah. specifically like uh moving the body like one foot in front of the other, not like running for office. No, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like running as like as in like running a marathon or something. Yeah. And it was and like so, about a woman running. And so how was she being hollowed back? I don't know why I thought it was hollowed back girl. That part those I don't remember that. Um but anyway, uh do you want to talk about the the chapter uh a little bit um it might help me like jog my memory okay yeah if we just talk about something else because that's okay. how that's how yeah. it typically works for me we, we've talked about this about how trying to remember something you're more likely to remember it when you think about something else because exactly. then you like get out of whatever brain pattern you're stuck in right yeah yeah, yeah we don't want to get stuck into the same brain pattern for too long yeah. Uh, or, like, return to it uh, too many times. Yeah. Uh, speaking about uh, brain patterns that you get stuck in, um, mm-hmm. literally today I got diagnosed with ADHD and, and picked up Adderall. So that'll be interesting seeing how that, that plays out overall. That- Although, so the way I'm supposed to take it is, like, uh, in the morning – uh, like a half dose and then like at lunch, but it's supposed to like wear off by like dinner time. Uh, so that it doesn't mean that my podcasts are going to become any more focused. So don't worry, people. We're still doing three hour ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not here because we have a timer, but. Right. Yeah. It's just a perfect, uh, you know, we're just what we're just perfectly mathematically balanced with three hours, but we're not three hours. Yeah. Um. Well, so as a, as another person who has ADHD, now I'm like, I guess now we're talking about ADHD. 
um, have you ever, so you said you just got diagnosed, so you've never like gotten any, uh, tried any like ADHD meds before. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I'll be interested to, um, to hear how you like it. And I hope that it, that it helps. Um, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Like I was one of the ones who was got, they got me like really early when I was in like fourth grade. Um, so I've been on and off it, uh, over time. And now like, I don't take anything, but that's not because I don't have a negative view of ADHD medicine or anything. Um, it's just like after a certain number of attempts, I kind of just decided that I prefer like not being on it. Um, even though I'm increasingly aware of, uh, the, the ways that it's manifesting in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's all good. It, it works out. Yeah. It makes for a good, um, I think that both of us being ADHD may be a constituent element of pondering Bhutan. <laughs> but that <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, so do, do, do we want to talk about the chapter or do we want to uh, go off on a different topic? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, first, this is actually one I was like thinking about earlier that uh, I was just reminded of. Um. I realized we'd never had this conversation before. Uh, what, if any, are your like opinion slash preference preferences about uh, like pasta cooking times? Um, or like like doneness. Let's just say doneness. Yeah. Um. So my my usual go to, and and this will uh. There's like one sort of this will then vary as I get to like know the brand or whatever. But usually I'm going to do like one to two minutes less than it says in the package. Two minutes is like if it's a really long time, you know, so if, got, what, if if they give a range, you're going two minutes below the like lower end. Yeah. But and that's if it's like the range is like um, like there are these like super they're little they're like tiny but they're these rings uh it's kind of like spaghettio stuff but they like really really get they get like significantly larger when you properly cook them um and this is a form of pasta you're talking yes and we'll use it sometimes because we put it in um sometimes we'll do shook shook up but we'll put it in there to like basically provide a little bit of like extra you know carbs to it and carbs um sounds nice actually yeah and it's just like you you just got to have like, you know, it's a thing that I always cook in the sauce, but you have to like make sure that it's not getting dry. And it just like takes like 25 minutes for the like pasta to cook. But mm. generally, um, most pastas will be, you know, in that like five to 10 minute range. A lot of the pastas that, that we cook are like maybe 12 or something. And there I'm usually doing like one under. Um, and again, I'll sort of adjust it if I, if I feel like it's not right. The other thing is I'm more likely to do two under if I know that I'm doing some sort of sauce where it's going to have to cook a little bit longer in that sauce. Um, if I'm just tossing it into a sauce and just cooking it enough for like the sauce to kind of coat it with a little bit of like the, the pasta water, Mm -hmm. then it's one minute. If I'm doing one where it's like, 
okay, I have these ingredients and I have to put this in and I also have to add shredded cheese, like shredded Parmesan along with the pasta water. And then that needs to like melt and like turn into that glossy sauce. That's where I'm probably going to do two under because it's just going to cook more in the pan. Um, Mm. So. Gotcha. Now what about, uh, does this carry over to like noodles as well when you're cooking? To Well, I say, I say pasta. When I say pasta, I mean to denote uh, spaghetti, you know, tagliatelle, ravioli, and so on. Yeah. Uh, and in the conventional way that most Americans would say pasta versus noodles. Yeah. So now that we've established this, uh, um, does this carry over to, to noodles as well if you're cooking like dry ramen? Uh, it depends on if it's going to go into a, a hot liquid um, or if I'm going to do a cold preparation. If I'm going to do a cold prepper, like sometimes you'll do like soba noodles and you'll do it in like a cold sauce and often you rinse it at the end um, Mm -hmm. and that's going to like cool it down and then I'm not going to throw it back into some hot broth or something where it might like continue to cook a little bit. Um, In that case, I am... I, I will probably check it a minute before the package says, because I feel like a lot of packages just go over because they just don't want you to have the crunchy pasta experience. Um, but I will, if I'm going to do the cold, I literally just taste it because if it's right, right now, and like I, it tastes right, I, I don't have any of that little, you know, crunch or anything, then I know I'm going to drain it and rinse it off and it'll be fine. Gotcha. So, uh, but that's the one where I'm the most like, like other ones they will kind of taste, but I'm like just making sure it's not like completely off. But that's the big one where I'm like, I just want to know how this tastes before I, I throw some cold water on it and like don't put it into another hot thing or something. So Gotcha. Um but also there's some ramen that um like often when I do uh your instant ramen, like the package, you know, um I do the same amount of water that it will often say, but I'll like actually measure it out. I don't just like fill it up, but I do it in a cast iron skillet and I put like some carrots and some like green onions or something like that. Uh, Like Mm -hmm. the carrots, I like julienne. Um, Really elevating your, your ramen noodles here. Yeah. And (laughs) when I do it with that, the sauce, like it like cooks down into like the, the liquid because it's in that like whiter cast iron and the cast iron's like retaining that heat. Um, if I cook it like the the amount that it says on the package or a little bit under, usually that that uh, liquid will sort of turn into a sauce. Um, and so then I'll put that into the, like I'll transfer it over to the bowl with like, you know, the seasoning, whenever it says to add it. Um, and then I actually add a little bit of shredded cheese and then I like mix it in the bowl so that we'll kind of melt into it. It's um, the Midwesterner in you. Well, actually, it's like a, a very Korean thing to do with ramen is you add a little oh, cheese. Oh, really? Yeah. To put. Interesting. Um, and so I especially like doing that if you if you get like the ramen that has the really spicy sauce packet, those that's the best to do it with like a little bit of cheese. Um, uh, to that, like, like kind of take the edge off. Yeah, like takes the edge off. It like makes it a little bit creamy, like rounds it out a little bit. So okay. Yeah, yeah. I know about the, there's like several types of stew in Korea where they'll throw cheese in it, and obviously yeah. they've had Korean corn dogs. Um, it's not quite what I do if I'm doing, um, like the tukboki. Um, I have like a recipe that I do for those, but there's like similar elements. Like if I'm doing like tukboki, I still do carrot, but I do like bigger discs rather than like julienne. I'll do like, um, 
the green onion as well, stuff like that. So I'm like, both of them, I'm like playing in a similar space, but, um, you know, usually the instant ramen is like a lot faster of a thing. Whereas tukboki, I'm like actually developing the sauce using like, you know, gochujang and stuff like that, rather than just mm-hmm. like whatever powder comes in the package. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And then like a fried egg or, um, sometimes we'll have soft boiled eggs in the fridge and then I'll do that. But, you know, if there's nothing, I'll just fry an egg and put it on top. Like, over easy. I want it to be nice and runny. Mm. Yeah. Just casually having soft boiled eggs in the fridge is a, uh, that's a very you thing to <laughs> to, <laughs> to have happen. Yeah. I mean, my favorite thing is I'll do the onsen tamago, um, but it's like a... Is that when they cook it in the spring water? And it's like Yeah, really and silky. so there's a... There's a way you can replicate it at home where you basically boil the water um, and then you like, and you like boil a certain amount of water and then you add a certain amount of like cool water and then it gets it to about that right temperature. And then you like put the eggs in um, and let it cook uh, for like 20 minutes is about, I have like a recipe that I usually follow for the, if I haven't done it recently for like the percentage, you know, how much of different waters to do. Mm-hmm. Um but the thing with that is that also the number of eggs matter because the number of eggs is also factored into how it's changing the temperature of the water because uh, you're supposed to use eggs from your fridge as well because they just like factored all of that in. Um, and so I always have to do four eggs when I do that. And they're the best if you just have them while they're still kind of warm. Like you let them sit for like five minutes after they get out of the water. Um, so that's like I'll make it for like a meal where like we're all having, you know, Gyudon or something, and then I'll make it. Mm, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been uh, a little bit in awe. Uh, and, uh, but also just like mystified by the degree of uh, quality, like, and convenience. You, you've reached such a like intersection of quality and convenience in your meal planning. Or at least it's always appeared that way to me. Like, I'll come over and you're just like, oh, yeah, we're making gyudon with <laughs> yeah, on, onsen tamago. And you just, like, have all this shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, we just got, we just, like, shopped. I just have a week full of meals like this that we managed to, like, shop for what in our weekly grocery shopping. And it's yeah. all, like, planned out. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm limping through the week. <laughs> I've got a food box and I'm like limping through the week. Um, I don't even like, here's another thing. So I'm, I'm responsible for the cooking in the, in our house, which I know you're shuddering. Cause you know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm really not, I, I don't mind cooking. Uh, like, like I enjoy it and I like doing that. Like, doing that duty uh like i like the whole like feeding the family it's like it's it's good yeah um and so i don't mind it but i'm like the i'm self-aware enough to know i'm not at all equipped to like do this well uh in any uh and anyway uh getting back to the the thing that kind of set me off earlier when you talked about tasting food, for example, that's pretty important when you're cooking, tasting yeah. food. 
In fact, it's most would say it's an essential <laughs> part of cooking. Yeah. I have never remembered, not once, have I ever remembered to taste the food while I'm cooking it. It just, like, does not occur. I just see, like, ingredients. <laughs> to, to me, it's a, it's a strict binary. You either have ingredients or completed food. Yeah. Anything in between is inedible. Like, <laughs> I'll chop up a cucumber. It's still an ingredient state. So I'll, like, eat, like, a couple slices of cucumber when I'm chopping it. Because it's still just a chopped cucumber. That's fine. Yeah. But when I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, you know. I'm 50% of the way through this. Uh, it's just so like, like my brain just goes to the place where it's like, this is inedible. It's until it's completed. Uh, <laughs> like I don't even acknowledge the entity of the in-between. Like it's nothing. Yeah. This is nothing to me. Like <laughs> I don't like this doesn't even exist. This isn't food. Like until it's done. To whatever degree of the arbitrary cutoff point I've decided. Uh, yeah. So I don't I don't taste my food when I'm cooking it. Uh, but but I am thing- I am extremely overly meticulous about measuring everything and putting everything in on the exact rate quantity uh, to extreme diminishing returns. Uh, but I also never taste the food. Yeah. Uh, the thing is too, you just have to like get used to doing it. Cause you have to, you have to like know when you're eating it halfway through of like, oh yeah, this is going to need acidity, but we're going to get it from this. So I shouldn't add any right now, but I'm tasting for the salt or, you know, whatever it is. That reflects a level of, uh, planning and control that I don't think <laughs> I'm able to muster at this point in time. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapter 49 from volume three. Uh, you can find the full schedule at export audio slash Putin schedule. If you have questions for us, send them to ghostarrowspod at gmail.com. You can get early access episodes of this podcast and others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportaw.io and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive bonus episodes from a variety of podcasts on the network, uh, but especially Coffee and Comic Books, a podcast where they actually talk about the comics most of the time. Um, I'm going to be on there pretty soon to talk about uh, gold pollen and other stories. Um, it's already recorded. Uh, if you like this podcast, <laughs> please tell a friend. They can find the free feed at exportaudio slash Putin or by searching Pondering Putin on the podcast app of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers or by searching for Ghost Divers on your podcast app of choice. You can find the show at Ponder Putin on Twitter or just at Putin on Ghost. You can find me at Foxman Neon on Twitter and Ghost, where you can check my pin tweet or pin to chose to find links to all of my podcasts. Where can people find you, Connor? You can find me at Rebelay on Twitter and Coast. And our opening theme is Ninga Nante by Yoshio Takaro. And taking us out today is, uh, what was the name of this chapter? I forgot the right to stand. Don't Stop Me Now. Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. It's a Queen song, right? I think it's a Queen song. Super Tramp. <laughs> I think it's off uh, the, like, the third or the fourth. Yeah, Super Champ album. Which one is that? Breakfast, uh, at, I, breakfast at Tiffany's. I think it's Class Dismissed. Yeah, Class Dismissed. <laughs>
Don't stop me now If you wanna have a good time 